Hey, it's your host, Charlotte Chipperfield, and welcome to the Holistic Marketing Podcast, the show that inspires you to think holistically about yourself, your business, and your marketing to ignite the impact you desire to have in the world. We'll learn what it takes to be seen and heard in the digital space from leading experts and myself as the founder and CEO of Chipperfield Media. Get ready to own your marketing by exploring the intersection of purpose and proactive marketing to move your business forward. Hello, my loves. Thank you for joining me, Charlotte Chipperfield, for the season finale of season one of the Holistic Marketing Podcast. Can you believe it? I sure can't. What a time warp this year of 2020 really has been. And what an absolute joy the last 22 episodes have been. So in this episode, I want to discuss a topic close to my heart about writing your story or others will. I also want to share some of my favorite advice we've heard this season from the most amazing guests. And lastly, I'm going to talk more about what is happening next at the end of the episode. So be sure to stay tuned for that. So what does it mean to write your story? Well, professionally speaking, writing your story may apply to maybe your 30-second intro you provide others when you first meet them or introduce your business to potential clients or customers. And so when you think about this, it's really like our first impression. And what I love about the story format is that you get to write it. You get to edit it and you get to add to it or subtract to it from it and completely rewrite it whenever you want to. You know, the key is that you drive this process or else other people will create a narrative around often their context of who they think you are and what you do. You know, our brains naturally fill in assumptions based on similar associations or experiences we've had in the past. And so when we meet someone, our brain is kind of rapidly firing, trying to file away who this person is, what they do, and really put it into context, not only so that it understands, but also to store you in memory in the right place. And if you network a lot, or maybe you did prior to this year specifically, you know it's challenging to remember everyone we meet. I think it's near impossible to do that. But that's why having a compelling story that stands out and speaks to someone's emotions and creates more of an emotional memory, and that's a way for you to stand out and enhance the chances of being in a person's recall. So for example, if you meet someone who tells you that they're a small business accountant, you most likely may or may not remember this encounter, especially if you don't have a current need for a new accountant. Whereas if the same person were to introduce themselves as a number magician helping small business owners fall in love with their finances, that's a lot stickier and it really produces intrigue and you're most likely going to have one to two follow-up questions. So one of my invitations from this podcast is to spend some time as we move into the new year to get creative with how you introduce yourself. So how can you make it a little bit more fun? How can you make it a little lighter? How can you create a more memorable experience for you and the other person? You know, creating my own story, not only in the form of a pitch for a networking event, but also in how I present myself on my website to potential clients on this podcast, this has all been a constant evolution. 
it's one of the things, you know, that's been refined as I continue to grow and evolve. And that's what I really love about stories. A story is one that you can rewrite, edit, and add chapters to. In hindsight, one of the kind of maybe hidden, I don't know, I guess the right word is blessings, <laughs> even though I'm not a super religious person, but one of the blessings of having my own business has that it's been a it has allowed me the space to write my own story. And for so long growing up, I allowed others to do it for me based on their brief encounters that they would have with me. What I mean by this is that I was a very shy child. I did not like interacting with strangers or other people that I didn't really know that well. So unless you were my family member or close friend, I really didn't speak that much. I remember even a number of times where I would start to speak and literally the sound of my own voice scared me because it had been days since I'd even used my voice. Throughout, you know, even my time in school, you know, I never raised my hand. In fact, I have a very strong memory of being in a class in high school when I decided to be brave and it was time to raise my hand. And the teacher absolutely freaked out at seeing my hand up for the very first time, made a big deal about it in front of the entire class, saying, you know, like, hold on, Charlotte's got her hand up. Oh my gosh, this is like like a monumental moment. And then, of course, they called on me and I had no idea what I said. I have no idea if I answered the question. I was absolutely paralyzed with embarrassment. I think experiences like this coupled with a lot of people telling me that I was shy. And at the time, I just didn't know that I was actually an introvert. I hadn't learned that that was a thing. I didn't have the language to describe what was happening, but I was, am and was still very uh, an internal processor. And so when I meet people now, they're usually shocked to hear that I was that shy. It wasn't until college, and I'll be honest, the additional of some alcohol that really helped me come out of my shell. I found I really enjoyed meeting new people and hearing their stories. And once I realized this, it actually became a muscle I had to work at to develop. And so as I moved into my professional career, you know, I've struggled in finding my voice there as well. I kind of thought, you know, becoming an adult, you can magically have these tools in place, which as we all know is not true. What we focus on is usually what expands. And so I found that in the beginning of my career, I had a really hard time, again, finding my voice and having my ideas heard. And this is when I really experienced people taking my silence and writing my story for me in that I was inexperienced or lacked specific skills or that I wasn't up for the challenge, which was never the actual case. But I didn't understand, fully understand, that I had the power to change that narrative by allowing myself to be heard. And so I share all of this to say that, you know, that younger version of me who would never even consider starting a podcast. And even in January, back in the beginning of 2020, back when life was normal, the idea of starting a podcast was not even on my radar. And With quarantine and spending time thinking about how I wanted to really connect with others, this podcast was born. I have truly loved creating and producing this show so, so much. Your feedback and reviews have kept me inspired, and I honestly can't say thank you enough. I'm 
I'm going to try not to cry as I'm talking about this, but it has really hit me to my core and I am so incredibly grateful. And, you know, the feedback has been immense and I've heard all sorts of different feedback from saying that my voice sounds like smooth jazz, that I'm very articulate, that I have a deep skill for listening and asking questions, which has led to my interview style being very easy to listen to. And I know none of this would be possible if I didn't spend all those years being quiet because I was listening that whole time. I was preparing and empowering myself to show up in the world in a way that works for me. And in doing so, I've been able to help so many others do the same. And that's why I really do love marketing. When you get it right, it's the same process that brands and those building even a personal brand experience. It's an intentional and mindful way of showing up in the world that does serve others. And that's really the core of my holistic approach. So I can truly say that I have found my voice and my story, and I love feeling empowered to share it. And my hope is that you can do the same. I've had the honor to share stories of so many of my guests this season to nurture all parts of ourselves as business owners and leaders. And as you work on creating or editing your story as we move into the new year, I wanted to revisit a few pieces of advice advice and, and topics that we've heard this season to help you think about your story as we round out this year and this season of the podcast. So my very first guest that we had back on episode three was Hannah Michelotti, who discussed what it really takes to put ourselves out there and to share our message in the world. And she talked about the importance of making your message easy to understand. She also shared some really great tips about how we can connect in today's virtual world, which has helped me a lot over the last six months, such as, you know, looking directly into the camera to help others establish eye contact, which actually builds deeper connection. And it's really been felt. In episode number five, Kira Wackett discussed the importance of evaluating and defining our values to become our most authentic selves so that we can build connections throughout our personal and professional lives. This episode is extremely powerful and is a great baseline for making sure that your story is rooted in your values. In episode number eight, Kelsey Lowitz discussed how as high achievers, we can bring more joy and ease into our lives while still working towards our goals. She discussed the concept of slow power, which has significantly changed my life and allowed me to be more intentional. In episode 10, Justine Bloom spoke about embodied leadership and how leaders are needed to create a new paradigm without the hustle mentality. She spoke about the importance of being ourselves to help others to do the same. In episode number 12, Ben Easter spoke about the fear of failure, which we all experience. I am no exception to that rule. And especially when it comes to sharing our story, there can be a lot of fear of putting ourselves out there. You know, a lot of narratives can run through our brain around what if others don't like it? What if it doesn't make sense to them? And Ben really reminds us that we are always going to have failure along the path to success, but it's often the failure that creates the success. These episodes for me have all touched on the real foundational pieces to nurture yourself as a business owner, but also how you can get intentional with where you are and where you want to go while managing, you know, the challenges or obstacles that may come up along the way. 
So I recommend revisiting these as you create or edit your story moving into the new year. And then once you have your story, the next question I always get if I'm working with clients to create their brand story is how do I then share this message into the world? That's when I would recommend revisiting some of our other guests who shared some real brass tacks when it comes to the business and marketing, starting with episode number 16 with Michael Naus, where he encourages building a business around one core offering. Another next step might be listening to episode 19 on how to legally protect your business with Natalie Puglisi. And these two are another foundational pieces. It's always great to evaluate these two as we go into a new year as well. Then I would say revisit episode number four with Vanessa Haddock to think about your digital marketing roadmap. You know, this episode is through the lens of the wine industry, but it provides a lot of juicy details when it comes to understanding digital marketing. Next, there's episode number 13, with Bridget Burnham, where she shares the importance of having a strategy and how a strategy is really a living, breathing piece of your business. And the more you can align this and root in your values, the more success you're going to have. Depending on where you decide is best to reach your audience, you might visit episode number 14 on creating a LinkedIn strategy with Andrea Jones or a PR strategy in episode number 15 with Nicole Early or episode number 17 for tips from Quinn Rose on how to tell your story on video. And of course, there's episode 18 with Catherine R. Smith to tell the story of your products through building a Shopify site. And last but not least, there is also episode number 20 with Brie Follow, who gave us a true masterclass on Instagram. What I loved about one of the natural themes that came up along interviewing these guests, and this was not planned, but really the role of values was something that came through in almost every single interview and every topic discussed on the podcast. You know, understanding your values and how they play a role in your life, both personally and professionally, can be so, so profound and help bring so much clarity and guidance as to your next step and how you're going to work towards reaching your goals. So as you write your story, ask yourself, what are your values? And use those as a foundation for communicating your message into the world. And as you know, the last question I asked my guests was, how does being intentional show up in your life and business? We heard so many wonderful answers, and I invite you to re-listen to them, but I also recommend answering this question for yourself. So how do you want to be more intentional as we move into the new year? I've also never answered this question on the podcast. So I wanted to share a little bit more about how being intentional shows up in my life and business. And I, when I was thinking about this question, and it does make you think, my intentionality really comes down to my time. Time is the one resource that isn't renewable. And so for me, it's always been really important to be intentional with my time. And one of the things I learned this year was how to be better about scheduling my time this is something I've always been really resistant against doing because I just didn't understand how it was really going to help me. I've always been a planner and I'm really good at getting things done, but I decided to try to be a little bit more intentional with my planning of my day to day. And so what I started doing is at the beginning of the week, I literally write down every single thing I need to do. 
that can be in my business and my personal life. So anything from what my clients need, what my business needs, when I'm going to do workouts, like what workouts I want to do, if it's yoga or going for a run, if I need to schedule like a doctor's appointment or an oil change or run to the grocery store, I started writing down everything that I need to do. And then from there, I literally go into my calendar and I schedule time for everything to do. And this is the part I was really resistant to before because I like having flexibility and flow to my days. And I just felt like this was going to kind of box me in too much. And actually turns out the opposite is happening. When you're able to kind of just download everything that you need to do and you have it dedicated time for it in your calendar, it actually helps you not kind of stress and jump around and almost multitask so much because you can rest assured that you know that you have dedicated time throughout the week to take care of these items. And so for me, it's actually made me a lot more productive. I'm focusing on one task at one time versus trying to do multiple things at once. And I found that I have more energy throughout the day. And then I'm also, I think it frees up a lot of space in our brains because we're not having to constantly make decisions around, oh, am I going to do this now? Am I going to do that now? Like you've already planned it out and you know that there's time and space to take care of what you need to. So for me, this goes back again to being very intentional with my time. That's something that I think is incredibly important, especially as an entrepreneur, where I often finding myself working on the weekends, especially in quarantine, because what else are we doing? (laughs) And I found that that was leading to burnout, like just because there's less to do out in the world right now, doesn't mean that I can't still take that time to rest and restore. So for me, being really intentional with my time has kind of almost been up-leveled a little bit this year. And I have found that to be incredibly powerful for many different reasons. I've also found myself being more intentional with clients and how we approach defining a brand story and a marketing strategy. Again, really leaning on my own philosophy of holistic marketing. And lastly, I've been very intentional with my words. This is something that even as a young, shy kid, I was very intentional with my words, both written and spoken. And I find I hold myself to a very high standard of integrity when it comes to words. And that's something that I am very intentional about. I think words have power and making sure that you're using the right ones at the right time to the right people is really, really important. So what's the story that you want to write in 2021? Or whenever maybe you're listening to this podcast, maybe it's around your birthday and you're embarking on a new period of time. I definitely invite you to take time to get clear on what it looks like, what it sounds like, and get ready to start embodying it. So with that being said, I'm going to be taking the beginning of 2021 off to plan for the year, for the first few quarters, and kind of really spend some time thinking about what content I want to see for season two. So there will be a break in new episodes, but I would love to hear your input because this podcast is ultimately for you. So if you have topics or guests or ideas that you would like to share with me, please feel free to reach out. The best way to do that is on Instagram. You can send me a DM at Charlotte Chipperfield. If there was a guest this season that you want to hear more from, I'm also open to all of the suggestions as well. So to wrap up the season, I wish everyone a happy, safe, and healthy holiday season and start to 2021. 
I am truly grateful for each and every one of you and each guest that joined me in season one. You have filled my heart with so much joy this year, and I cannot express what it has meant to me. You are all beautiful people. Let's keep shining together in the new year. I'm sending you lots of love. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode is available. And if you really love this episode, please rate and review the podcast so that other conscious business leaders like yourself can join our community of listeners. If you'd like to connect with me further, you'll find me hanging out on Instagram at Charlotte Chipperfield. Come join me there or check out chipperfieldmedia.com for free resources, subscribe to my monthly newsletter, and learn more about the holistic marketing system.